Welcome to Modern Babylon. Cultural Contrarian, this is Ryan Miller. Taking a little bit of a step back in time. Um, back in January, I did a broadcast which was called Qualified Immunity Part 1. And I actually read through the, the legal interpretation relative to the definitions and the protections related to qualified immunity. And, and just in, in summary, I'm going to create a link that you can listen to that podcast uh, on another channel. This is prior to me actually launching Modern Babylon. But qualified immunity is a degree of legal protection that is funded by taxpayers to minimize the frivolous lawsuits in which may be issued by private citizens when public servants do things incorrectly, unlawfully most specifically. And um, the application of qualified immunity is based upon a precedent of this one particular word, and it's a very important word, and it's one that I use quite frequently. And it is it, it comes out of a Supreme Court ruling verse in uh, title Graham versus Connor, and it's this word called reasonable, and it's the development of the reasonableness standard. So it's firmly established constitutional rights have been assigned to be reasonable that anyone that takes an oath of public servant would know to honor and protect and uphold their oath when a citizen is lawful, where they may use their authority impulsively to silence or to restrict a constitutional right. So a very basic constitutional right is the right to free speech. So under the First Amendment, we have the right to free speech speech, we have the right to the freedom of religion, we have the right to free press, we have the right to protect, protest, protest or redress our grievances against the government. And there are some limitations on that, that uh, certain speech is not lawful, that would be ones that would be immediate threats of harm or violence or inciting a riot, those are off limits. Um, there are other restrictions such as time, place, and manner. So someone that is using their First Amendment to redress their grievances at 3 o'clock in the morning on the sidewalk using a bullhorn in a private neighborhood, that would be a little bit too much. And while it may not be unconstitutional, it could be disturbing the peace when it's not the appropriate time at 3 o'clock in the morning. So there's appropriate time, place, and manner. But that free speech, based upon it being in the time, place, and manner, has a tendency to be infringed. Now, there's another constitutional right, which is the Fifth Amendment, the right to remain silent, and that we are not obligated nor can we be compelled to speak. So that means if we are being detained, that we have no duty or obligation to answer questions absent of the presence of an attorney. Now, unfortunately... The, those in authority can transgress those protections and issue threats and intimidation and coercion and trying to put somebody in a position of duress to get them to voluntarily surrender their rights. So if you express your right, I want to be, I want to invoke my Fifth Amendment right. And they say, well, if you don't answer my questions, I'm going to arrest you. I'm going to put you in the car and we'll take you downtown and we'll book you. 
for obstruction of governmental services or disorderly conduct or whatever. They'll make up, make up something. So here's where the qualified immunity kicks in. A citizen that doesn't know how to stand on their rights to articulate that an officer is violating their rights and the Supreme Court tells us how we need to say certain things if we're going to speak, they, they instruct us that we, we need to be reasonable because ignorance of the law is not a defense of the law in a court of law for a private citizen. So we need to say, officer, I'm not obligated to answer your questions. Go ahead and conduct your investigation. I'm not here to assist you in your investigation. You've unlawfully detained me. I'm just going to be quiet. Do about what you're going to do. And you've got 25 minutes to let me go. And they may have put pain compliance devices on you. But unless you know what to say, if you are going to try to file a lawsuit against an officer who unlawfully detained you, you're going to be suing him in his professional capacity. You're suing him as a sergeant or whatever, whatever his rank is of his department, and he is going to receive the protection of the county district attorney, and the, the taxpayers are paying the officer, the taxpayer are paying the county attorney, and if there is any judgment awarded, it's coming at the expense of the taxpayers. So if someone is unlawfully detained for no crime, no probable cause of a crime, and the citizen goes and files a lawsuit against the officer, they may win. And it could be anywhere from twenty dollars to $75,000, depending upon how the citizen documented and attempted to be reasonable with an unreasonable law enforcement officer. But the taxpayers pay that bill. In order to pierce qualified immunity and to have that officer personally accountable for acting in his private person capacity in violation of his oath to uphold, defend, and protect the Constitution of your state and the Constitution of the U.S. A citizen has a much higher burden, and the citizen needs to have an objective record, such as a video recording from the officer body cam or their own camera. They have to say, officer, I just want to correct your misstatements. I have not committed a crime. You have no evidence of a crime and you have unlawfully detained me. I request you get a supervisor here. And for whatever period of time that that is happening and it's unlawful and while it may be qualified immunity protected litigation, you can take that personally. So the reason this message is so important is that our government officials don't respect private citizens because they have tools, tactics, training to place us in duress, to intimidate, to threaten, to coerce. Now, they shouldn't do that. The law states that they shouldn't use those tactics and training to deprive a citizen of their liberty and freedom. However, the citizens are ignorant of the law. They've never been taught this. They don't know how to stand on the rights and they don't know how to go into the court. And we've pretty much been indoctrinated in condition that the officers are just doing their job. Just shut up. If you did nothing wrong, you have nothing to hide. Just give them what they're asking for. And what that means is, citizen, just voluntarily surrender without regards to the, law, the officer being lawful or not lawful. So the burden is us to know what their limits of restraint and authority are. 
but honestly, we're intellectually lazy. And it's easier for us to submit to that authority because they can perpetrate violence on us. They can put pain compliance devices on us. They can kidnap us. They can put us in a holding cell in a dungeon. Whether that is done lawfully or not, very few people are equipped and prepared to pierce the qualified immunity and to hold that officer accountable. First of all, there's a huge burden for the citizen. But even if the citizen didn't accomplish that burden, there's very few attorneys that are going to take on that civil rights violation lawsuit because the citizens have wound up giving up so much that it's really an unwinnable case because the citizens don't know how to conduct themselves. So the DAC is stacked, stacked against private citizens and that we have not been taught how to be free. We don't know what exercising freedom looks like. We have been conditioned to one, respect that authority, which I do. I totally respect that authority when it's lawful. Unfortunately, when you become aware of what a civil rights violation includes, threats, intimidation, coercion, duress, violence, threats of violence, kidnapping, and the list goes on. When you become aware of those, you can see the conduct happening in public space that they do all of these things and citizens just surrender, sit on the ground. Officer, I'm not a dog. I don't have to sit on the ground for your safety. Yeah, I'm a, you're, in, you're responsible for your safety. I'm responsible for my safety. If I've done nothing wrong, step away from me. Get away. I'm not going to go anywhere. You've unlawfully detained me. I'm not going anywhere. I'll stay here, but I just don't want your violence against me. I don't want to. You don't have authority over me. You're falsely representing authority over me, and I don't want to consent to your unlawful th authority by sitting on the ground. You don't have the authority to demand I sit on the ground. This sounds foreign. This sounds confrontational. It's not intended to be confrontational. It's intended to say, sir, ma'am, you don't have jurisdiction or authority over me. While your uniform and your belt of pain compliance and weapons of death are scary. I want you to stay away from me because I have done nothing wrong and you have no evidence of me doing anything wrong. Go conduct your investigation. I'm not here to aid you in your investigation. I'll wait for my attorney. I'll wait for your supervisor. You do what you need to do. I will settle this matter before a judge. We're not going to have a debate on the sidewalk. So qualified immunity is one of those things that depending upon your relationship in our political structure, the degree of immunity increases. So qualified immunity is a degree of partial protection for public servants. This would be a librarian, somebody in the county building, such as the county clerk, or somebody that works in the county uh, clerk, um, court records, um, inside of the sheriff's department. These people have, a, it's a degree of protection. But if you increase your status within government, you're granted total immunity. Total immunity is that you can pretty much do anything. So maybe you've heard the term diplomatic immunity. If anybody has spent any time in the Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia, and you've seen the plates that have diplomatic immunity, these people can speed down the highway 
they get pulled over and they see the diplomatic immunity plates, psh, let them go. There's nothing that they can do. They're sovereign citizens. Supreme Court justices and district just justices have total immunity protection from making unlawful statements under the, the color of law. So you can't sue a judge. <laughs> How funny is that? So I just wanted to expand on this topic of qualified immunity because it's a very important one. So the qualified immunity is this legal protection, this dome that protects our public servants, that they don't have to speak the truth to us. They don't have to uphold their oath because the only way to get through that qualified immunity is to pierce it and the steps to pierce it are intense. And not many people want to know those steps, to learn them, let alone apply them and stand on them. Quite honestly, there's a legitimate reason. Because the fear that you have now when the red and blue lights go on after you increases because the public servants don't want citizens to know their rights. It's easier for their job for us to submit, surrender, and grant them complete authority, even if their authority is wrong, and just settle it in court. Put us at a financial disadvantage. Put us at a legal disadvantage. Qualified immunity is the hand of justice from the state that pushes down the justice scale of imbalance. The only way we can attempt to move towards equal justice in the court is to understand what the Supreme Court has told us as to how do we pierce qualified immunity. I myself, I don't desire to do that, but when I encounter those in authority who are falsely representing their authority, I have the knowledge on how to stand. I will use my mouth limited in what I say and speak to say, stop, you are violating my constitutional rights. Please don't do this. Go get a supervisor. Go talk to the district attorney. Don't talk to the solicitor. Go talk to a civil rights lawyer. I'm warning you that you are violating your oath and you may want to stay in your lane. If you violate your oath, I'm not, I'm, I'm here to inform you that there will be a consequence. Do I want to go down that consequence? Absolutely not. That's a tremendous burden for me. But the only way I can hold you accountable is give you the opportunity to stop, repent, correct, and fix it. Or I have to make a decision. If I can't get you to operate within your oath, well, I'll take it to the justice system that will help you see that message. So I'm here to help. I'm not here to instigate. I'm not here to provoke. I'm here to just remind you and give you sufficient warning. As the Supreme Court says, I have to be reasonable to help those people be reasonable. And when they're exposed as being unreasonable, I pull their balanced qualified immunity off the scale of justice. And I'm dealing with people in their private person capacity. I'm no longer needing to deal with the litigation talking to the district attorney or talking to mediation through taxpayer-funded lawsuits. Nope. Why would taxpayers have to pay a settlement for a public servant who broke their oath? 
Why is that our responsibility? They're supposed to be our servants, and when they break those the, the boundaries of their authority, they should be responsible. That's why they should get a bond. Go get a personal bond. So if you make a mistake, you have a degree of insurability that you can be protected. If you're a good officer, you don't need a bond. If you're a dangerous officer, a bond would be wise. If not, the federal court will make a determination. So this is an extension of a broadcast that I did about reading unqualified immunity. I'm going to link that in the show notes. And I just wanted to provide this additional context to you. So, as I always say, put this in your intellectual pipe and smoke it. This is a modern Babylon broadcast as culture contrarian, and you're now getting to know me as Ryan Miller. Please investigate culturecontrarian.org. Consider downloading the Love My Neighbor, Love Thy Neighbor ebook and learning what free is really like. And take the steps at your own pace. Or not. And learn that freedom is something we can only claim for ourselves. I can't claim freedom for anyone else. Just me. I can empower and educate and protect my wife. Same for my daughter. And I want to raise them up with the knowledge of how they can be free. But I can't be free from a neighbor. I can't be free for a stranger. Thanks, everybody. And have a great day.